Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, we didn't get all that recorded, but anyway, that will be for your guys. <laughs> so, anyway, Kevin, uh, go ahead and uh, give a little bit of background of your experiences and studying the Psalms and uh, and reading the Psalms? Well, yes. Uh, when I read the Bible for the first time, I, I saw in the Psalms a comparison between the righteous and the wicked. Uh, and, and in the Proverbs, it was a comparison between the wise man and the foolish man. And so in the Psalms, I, I found really wonderful truths and it was when I attended a church in Glendale, California. It was a PCA church, not the USA group, but the Presbyterian Church in America. They right. were singing. They were singing the Psalms, and I and I thought how beautiful that is because there you get sound doctrine. Um, the church has been corrupted over the years uh, because of this uh, contemporary music uh, that is brought into the church with with very unscriptural uh, lines and lyrics. Uh, Bill Gaither uh, did a lot of corruption in that with all of his singing and the songs. Um, I'd like to see a return to the singing of the Psalms because there you get God speaking to the church and that, that's where it's beautifully uh, truthful and, and edifying and, 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 and it, guard, it guards you from deception, uh, from, from, from what you yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy reading. And I think that there is justification for songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. I mean, I think that there's a reason why that um, that, 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 that is the case. But um, now Chris is saying that my voice is, is garbled. Is, is it coming to you, Kevin? It's coming pretty clearly to me. Yeah. Okay, good. good. Better than it was. That's okay. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that at least we're together here. And uh, I, I, I did you get an email through to uh, Ed, Chris? Yeah, I sent him a I sent him a re from a prior email, uh, and I said that. Uh, let's see what I just told him. I said. Uh, uh, I said I gave him real time, Pacific time. I said Larry is coming through better. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Well, see, the problem is I couldn't get on the web screen to unmute you guys. That was my problem. I was on there talking. Oh, that's why we stayed and muted. Yeah. That's why, why the bars were through the circles. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, had, I, I was, you know, I, I didn't have a free will. I was out of control. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we, I just got uh, I just got an email from Linda Freeman, and she tried to get through, and I I've let her know that we're now up run, running as well. So, anyway, uh, Kevin, what has been your experience in uh, 
reading and, and singing the Psalms? Well, I, I did read the Psalms as I was reading through the Bible in the first my first reading of it. But when I was chastened in, of the Lord for sin early in my Christian life, I was in the hospital recovering from a, a coma, and, and, the, and the Lord showed me, and then I wanted to read the Psalms. I really wanted to read the Psalms. And it was such a comfort to see that uh, the righteous may fall seven times but still get up. You know, and, right, and, so, right. and so, yeah, so many other things that were said there. And um, I just, I thank the Lord so much that he, he really got my attention. It, went, it wasn't like your, your, your father spanking you or something, you know. We used to get spankings over and over and over as kids at <laughs> home, you know, and it never changed our will and what we were going to do. But thank God that he gets the attention of his children and, and uh, you know, and if they're wise, they'll they'll be more compliant and surrender with the first chastening, not to be chastened again. I mean, it's very uncomfortable. And so um, the Psalms were a wonderful comfort to me, wonderful joy. And they still are. Yeah. I, I read them. Yeah. Yeah. I read Chris, them all the time. What, Chris, what, are, what is your thoughts about uh, your experience in the Psalms? Well, I, I would love to hear the psalms uh, sa- sung to uh, either uh, apicero, apicero, what is it, when it's when there's no instruments or with instruments. What's the term with uh, a cappella? A cappella, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it, something like that. Anyway, uh, I... Uh, I, yeah, I would I would love to hear the Psalms for for a, a dual purpose, and it's commanded. But we could learn, and uh, even the Lord can use those Psalms to bring to our remembrance and give us ideas as we're uh, as we're uh, searching through the Scriptures and and conducting a forum mm-hmm. such as this. Yeah, uh, I had another point. Uh, that eludes me at the moment, but I'm sure it will uh, uh, come back. Anyway, uh, well, you know the Psalms. Uh, we have a Psalter, and now the Psalters are not verbatim. In other words, they're not word for word taken out of the King James version of the Bible. It's very tough to sing in meter form uh, the King James English. <laughs> okay, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, one of the one of my favorite psalms. I love all of them, but one of my favorite psalms is the fourth psalm. And uh, was that Mark have agreed to sing that? Hopefully, you can hear it. It's a short. It's just four four short verses. But if you follow with us along in the fourth psalm, you'll see that even though it's not word for word, the the message is still conveyed in the meters and in the in the lyrics. So we'll we'll sing Psalm four. Are you ready to start that, Mark? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Answer when I call, God who justifies. In my stress, you bring me here in grace, my cry. Sons of men, how long will? You, my glory, shame. Will you love what's worthless? Will I see your name? So, how are the 
his house off mm-hmm. real quick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, which was a blessing for him. But, uh, no, I was, I, I called him and he, he returned my call about a week later and we got to talking mm-hmm. and, and I pretty much gave him the usual, uh, uh, a rebuttal yeah. to, uh, uh, a free will Arminian. Oh sure. no, he sticks with his guns. And I said, well, why oh, yeah. don't you show me in the Bible? You know yeah, where right. where this is uh, where this formula is. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was a little silence, and you know, but yeah. no, this is what he's a seventy-year-old man. You know, and I yeah, I yeah. said, you know, I just prefer the old paths, and I haven't fallen for this hook, line, and sinker, like you know, and uh, mm-hmm. but I've noticed a lot of people on the phone lately. I'm able to uh, get them in, yeah. in a way that uh, is very uh, uh, eye-opening. Uh, for them, yeah. and it's honing my my mm-hmm. skill. Seems that uh, I'm getting oh. a couple a couple a day on average, and yeah. I just oh. kind of like a snake get in there and mm-hmm. let them, and, and, and get give them the the free gospel. Sure. I mean, the, the free grace well, gospel. Right. And, well, let me uh, ask, let me ask they you They hear it. They hear it. You know, it, it blows right. my mind. Well, let me ask you, in listening to Butch Paw, his program at night, did you ever hear of, of a man named Brent Williams that calls in? No, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. Because well, he was he studied with us down here, with our group, for about a year, and, and then he left, and then he, he got into Butch Paw, and now he's he's an arch enemy of Calvinism. Yeah. Well, how can anybody – see, I don't understand – how anyone can mm-hmm. go from, from uh, sure, I can see how we've, we've all come from uh, some strand of Arminianism mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. one point or what, mm-hmm. or, or, or what but, but I don't understand how, how it doesn't seem feasible that anyone can go from a, from a, fr- from, from a free grace to a mm-hmm. free will. That does not yeah. Yeah. sound feasible to me. It, it, it well, you know that. Well, that that passage in Hebrews six, where it says it's it's impossible to renew them again unto repentance if they should fall away. So they, they were they heard the truth. They were with those who knew the truth, but then they left, and then it's impossible to bring them back. So it's that doesn't jive with me. I, I don't understand how how anyone can 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 understand and go with. Because more times than not, they they came mm-hmm. out of a free will gospel and right. into the, the doctrine of grace. That's right. And, That's and right. Then, to throw, then to throw that away and to go sure. back into a free an Arminian outlook, I don't understand. To me, that seems oh. impossible. Yeah. <laughs> well, they but just heard it. I, they didn't, they didn't receive it. They, they tasted of the heavenly gift. They never ate of Christ. You know, you have to eat of my body and drink of my blood. They never ingested him, but they just tasted. Absorb. Yeah, it's an yeah. absorption thing. Right, right. Uh, and that's what this guy did. Everything. Uh, yeah, uh, myself, right, right. I, I would gather all of us have, have experienced mm. that uh, experimentally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I can't understand how anyone can opt. Yeah, yeah, back right. yep. into a free will uh, point of view. To me, it just mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense. Now, it it must be like you said, Kevin. You know that mm-hmm. that that they 
tasted of of that good gift. Right, that's what it was, yeah. They were made I would be, I would be uh, really interested in knowing, you know, I don't know if Mark is with us tonight. I think Mark was on earlier, but I don't know if he's back with us or not. We do have several guests yeah. as well. But, um, no, I can I text be, him. I would, I, you want me to text him and bring him in? If he, if yeah, he wants that would be, to. That yeah. would be great. I, I would be interested yeah. in knowing what your all's favorite song is. I have so many of them, but I think one of my favorite ones is Psalm 51. Of course, we know that's the song where Nathan the prophet came into David after he'd gone into Bathsheba. Right. And it, mm-hmm. it's, David, it's David's prayer in response to that. And I thought I'd just read just a little bit of it. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy kingdom mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. And then, of course, he goes on and he says, Cast me not away from my presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. You know, I think that's the heart cry of all of God's people who succumb to sin. You know, that's you know, the Holy Spirit is the one that shows us uh, our sin and also brings us to a point of repentance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I believe Psalm 22 is 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 like uh, Psalm 51 in regard to the, the Bathsheba uh, uh, sin. And, and uh, it's a plea for God's help, Psalm 22. But it is a, uh, a psalm of David, and I believe it does get into the same kind of. I could be wrong, but uh, well, I think Psalm 22 is really a uh, a metaphor of uh, Christ on the cross, because you know he talks about my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Yeah. And he talks he talks about how that. Uh, they gazed upon me with their mouths. I'm poured out like water. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And they part my garments among them. We know that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I didn't, I just, at a glance, I was thinking of another accompanying psalm that's similar yeah, to I Psalm believe... 51 in, in regards yeah. to the Bathsheba mm-hmm. sin, right. mm-hmm. you know, of adultery. Oh, uh, yeah, and, uh, Some, somewhere around 38 or 39, somewhere around there. There another psalm that, that's similar to Psalm 51 in that regard. Yeah, yes, it's in the 30s. It's um, I'll have to find it. Yeah. But I'm with Kevin. I believe it's I believe it's first. I believe it's 32. Okay. Uh, psalm 32. He says, "Blessed is whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man in whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity." And then he says. I acknowledge my sin in thee and my iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess my transgressions. I believe that's the one you're referring to. That must be it, yeah. Yeah. And, and 38, too, is, is completely uh, repentful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, the, you know, David had to write about this because it, it just really got his goat. He was just so, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. truth sorry that he he even endeavored into this. And all the calamity that came as a result of him mm-hmm. messing around and 
ultimately murdering uh, 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 Uzziah. Uzziah. Uriah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of his. uh, Lieutenants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was very faithful uh, to David. Yeah, and David uh, uh, mm-hmm. didn't do well by this. Right. No, but again. Uh, yeah, Chris, talk to us a little bit about the imprecatory psalm. Oh, that those are the types of psalms that we pray for to for our enemies. You know, the Lord wants us to pray. For our enemies and those that those that despitefully use us, but an imprecatory, uh, 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 you know, uh, as Saul, King Saul, you know, couldn't stop pursuing David and wanted him dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but David, but David would pray and leave it in God's hands. But the nature of an imprecatory. Uh, psalm or prayer is is one of of uh, Lord uh, uh, bless my enemy and uh, and ultimately save him. That's what I believe. Because when I imprecatorily pray for my my own, you know, like my own brother, uh, mm. uh, you know, if I wasn't in Christ, I would have taken it in my hands a while back when he. You know, it seemed to me that he was actually, I asked him, you'd like to see me dead? And he held his peace. And that told me volumes. So I'm thinking, gee, you know, now if I wasn't in Christ, I would probably take him out before he'd take me out. You know, <laughs> we're not, you know, that would be the, that'd be the nature of my uh, defense. You know, let me say this, imprecatory, and I'm looking at the definition of it. It means we're calling on God to invoke judgment and calamity and curses upon one's enemies. Now, we know from the New Testament that we are to love and pray for our enemies, but it's a great comfort to know that God is going to destroy our enemies and his, and his enemies. Exactly, yeah. And, and, and so these, these are the promises of God, uh, you know, that we, we take great 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 comfort in and we can let him take vengeance and, and not have to seek vengeance ourselves yeah and we're that's, held that's exactly right. absolutely right and that's the mm. best way to handle it is to pray to the lord uh, imprecatorily that he remove or deal with this in a just mm-hmm. manner because we're mm-hmm. unable to do anything of a ju- in right. a just manner because emotions right. can cloud the issue and other other things can can That's spill right. the beans and, and and really you know so the best thing to do is to not is to calm down and just leave it and just say Lord I'm mm-hmm. I'm handing him over to you would you please handle this accordingly but yeah, I do good. pray for their salvation because again mm-hmm. I understand that that I don't want my worst enemy to go suffer hell for an eternity <clears throat> no one can do anything to me that's so heinous in this lifetime that 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 you know if I wasn't a Christian I'd, I I would go handle it. This is the mentality of of a vengeful, unsaved person. Uh, but just right. leave it in God's hands is the best mm-hmm. route you can ever do. Yeah. Because yeah. God will do it perfectly. You, you both both of you guys nailed it. 
One of my favorite psalms is the 37th Psalm, which deals with that very issue. And I've, it's been a very a huge help for me over the years in dealing with those that come against me. It starts out by saying, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass that wither as a green herb. And he says also, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Threaten not thyself in any wise to do evil. So uh, the admonition is to what Chris and Kevin has just stated, that, you know, vengeance is mine, I will repay it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he will, too. He'll either save them or he will uh, kill them. Yeah. Or he he will damage them in a way that far outweighs whatever damage they did to, mm-hmm. to me or us. Well, that's what yeah. I did. When I, when I pray, I say, Lord, you saw that. You, you, you just saw what that person did to me or said to me. And then I, then I say, I'm leaving it with you, Lord. You know, you, you'll either give him a, a repentful heart to, to turn to you or, or you'll bring judgment to him in this life uh, or in the next, you know, but Certainly, God's going to judge in the matter. He doesn't. Oh, oh yeah, and brother, yeah. you ha- you handled it whether it was a long time ago or recent or whenever right. you handled yeah. it well by letting God handle it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Because God Cause will handle just... it perfectly. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, one we... of the other things that we haven't touched on in the Psalms, the Psalms not only address you know our troubles and give us much comfort. But especially the latter part of the Psalms, a lot is focused on praise. And, you know, uh, I I often tell people, if you really want to see what praise is like, read the 146 to 150th Psalm, you know. But uh, the the last Psalm is just unbelievable, 150. He says, Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him on the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And so this aspect of praise runs through all of the Psalms, really. But the latter part of the song is really very, very much accentuated. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I take a lot away from Psalm 149, especially, because I think that's the heart of mm-hmm. that that grouping of psalms, which really, uh, which is the ultimate imprecatory, or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the nature of what we're talking about. Uh, Psalm 149. Ultimately, I believe it deals with 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 us judging the unsaved in in eternity. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, on Judgment Day, we have a hand, and not that we want to, but mm-hmm. I think we have a heart. God gives us a heart to do it, and it, it may be your own mother, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, well, yeah, that's, 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 that's the gravity that's what Paul, of this. This is heavy. Yeah. Paul said to the church, Know ye not the saints shall judge the world. Yeah, and that's the world of the ungodly. Yeah. This is heavy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I really, at this point, 
I wouldn't want to have the judge. But you know what? I would gladly do it if God, you know, in glory, God gives us the the stomach and the heart for it. But, yeah, amen. but right now, I wouldn't. I couldn't be up to that. You know, right. as a human being, I couldn't. I couldn't even uh, even. Uh, well, I, well, I guess I could more easily to someone that's wronged me in this life. But again, that's no excuse, and that's no. I'm not getting off easy here. No, it, it does. It comes down to us ultimately uh, judging those. You know, uh, we may know them. God may mm-hmm. make a point to to have us judge yeah. members of our own family. That, yeah. that uh, you know, and I think that you know, and from that I relate to my remembrance that God's given me. The aspect when Jesus said, if you don't hate your mother, father, sister, brother, mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. to my mind, you know? That's good. That's good, yeah. And, and, and not, that Jesus, not that Jesus, when he said it, and we're not, I don't think we were meant to take it that way, but in eternity, we will be able to take it to its fullest, its fullest yeah. intent, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, in glory, you know, like who do you love, you know, and and ultimately in glory, well, we love Jesus Christ more than our own mother or father, or yeah. sister, brother, whatever. And it isn't a matter of proving it out, or because this is already set set in motion. This is this has mm-hmm. already been set up this way, and you know, I, I don't want to cast a, a family member into the lake of fire if that's what it comes. That, right. That's what it reminds me of. That, that seems yeah. to be language of the of the uh of the right, process right. here and right. uh you know but i'll tell you what if it comes down to doing that i love my savior you know yeah, yeah. E- even though i had, had love let's just take my parents i had very loving very supportive parents that i perhaps i didn't deserve but by the grace of god i am what i am and and they 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 are or were what they were, and but but by the same token, if the Lord wants me to, you know, my, the fact is my my parents never never died or suffered, and, and were separated from from such a from such a relationship with the Father that Jesus enjoyed all through eternity eternity past. So I wouldn't have any qualms at that point. Now, it's easy for me to say it. I hope it doesn't come to this. But if it does, again, I guess uh, from this vantage, this sort of a vantage point, I can easily state these, these which I believe are facts, that, that I, I, I could uh, do the Lord's will in relation to whatever judgment he would want me to share in and whatever cast bind the bite bind the stranger and and hand and foot and cast him into outer dark darkness mm-hmm. look if that's what the lord requires of me i have no problem because the, jesus died for me and 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 gave it all for me mm-hmm. you know so i have no problem with doing his will from that point of view yeah. I have no problem at all, and I'd be out. Hey, by the, by the way, before we get too far gone in the call, uh, I got an email from Edward Henry. I don't know if you all got it or not, 
Uh, he sent it out to everybody, and I, I was going to have him talk about it a little bit, but there is a new law, a proposed new law. They're getting ready to pass it in California, and it, basically what it is is that uh, the bill states that sexual orientation, uh, if someone sets about to say that sexual orientation should be changed, that it is a, you know, if they're calling it a sin or whatever, that this is unlawful, unlawful practice. Mm-hmm. And in this offering to engage in or engaging in sexual orientation change efforts with an individual, uh, that that's, uh, that is an illegal activity now in the state of California. And that also includes any kind of materials that you hand out to people that might, uh, for an example, <laughs> Romans 1, right? So now what we, and I've heard this, I've heard this, uh, uh, you know, debated on on Christian radio. Now we've got the Bible is being illegal in California. Well, what's illegal? Well, the Bible. Well, be, the the Bible. Well, the Bible states, will be the Bible. The book will be illegal. Yes, because it basically it, you, we know what the first chapter of Romans says. Right. Okay? Right. Yeah. And so, and, and also Leviticus, right? Oh yeah. And so this this bill would include an unlawful practice. Anyone who's setting forth the premise, and, and by the way, they say that contemporary science recognizes that being lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender is a part of the natural spectrum of human identity, and is not a disorder. <laughs> okay. Of course not. So right. so they're saying they're saying that this is all natural and you shouldn't try to seek to change people's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And and it says that this exposes serious harm to to people to, to tell them, for example, that it's a sin. In other words, Leviticus eighteen twenty two, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with a womankind it is an abomination. They say right. this is very harmful to people. Oh, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. There's something about that bill, and I read Ed's piece on that. It's it's something about commercialization. Yeah, it's, consumer, to... it's consumerism. In other words, but the problem right. with it is uh, when you have licensed therapists right. who are actually being paid, but the problem is you get into a lot of gray areas because, for an example, if well, someone... They, they... They say that that church counselors will probably be permitted to advise if if they're asked to. Well, according according to this bill, according to this Mm -hmm. bill, is Mm -hmm. that uh, if you are setting forth uh, that someone should change, Mm -hmm. uh, even if they come to you saying they're seeking gender change, and you're charging for your services, you're participating in illegal activity according to well, the bill. Well, that's, that's right. That's the commercialization of it, yeah. Yeah. But, it's, but now, as far as churches, the other thing I wanted to point out mm-hmm. is that, you know, a lot of times people that are having gender issues like this will, you know, they will change the story in midstream. For an example, I'll just give you one example. 
if they are attending, let's just say they're attending the Southern Baptist Church in California, and a minister is addressing uh, the biblical mandate of proper sexuality in the pulpit, and that member is paying tithes to that church, okay? Mm-hmm. That is considered a consumer activity as it relates right. to this bill. Oh. I see. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It could be actually it could be a way of trying to to put a lock on the jaws of all ministers that take any issue against homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. Anyway, well, I didn't need to get off off the subject. Well, no, 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 that. no. That's timely. You know, you know what they want to do, and look at the timing of this. Look, look, they want to coddle this at such a time when it's on the other end of the spectrum. They want to prosecute these pedophiles. Now, if these bills get slammed through, well, they'll just be able to do whatever they want. They have no fear of prosecution where, where lately uh, they were afraid because they're pedophiles, and they should be. But, right. But where, where's the law in regard to uh, backing up uh, what is legal and lawful, see, if they can just change the law as they go along, what they're doing, they're coddling bestiality and homosexuality and all these abominations at such a time as this where they need a helping hand so they can continue. Well, first off, they're in fear of prosecution as the law stands currently, but at the same time, they'd love a double whammy kill two birds with one stone, and be able to continue in their child molestation or whatever it is, that, whatever their pet uh, abominable sin is that, that generally uh, 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 brings uh, children into the, into, the, into the fray, you know? But what, see the timing here? And, and oh, also yeah. the Noahide laws... And the Talmudic laws that say they can have these old, old, pathetic, wrinkled old rabbis want to have sex with a goyim child as long as he's no, no younger or, how does it work, three years and one day or something? And it's not even counted as a sin? And this is the tradition of the 70 uh, rabbis or whatever they were, Levites, that, that waited for Moses at the at the foot at at the base of Mount Sinai, while Moses went up and uh, and talked with 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 God face to face. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, Chris, you talking of the uh, 124th Psalm of the times we're living in. It says, "If if it had not been the Lord who was on our side." Now may Israel say it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, and they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. So we do have do have the Heavenly Father protection. And I saw that all the way through when I was dealing with these people firsthand. Uh, had it not been the Lord on my side, myself and my whole family would have been garbled up, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the ultimate uh, conclusion that they seek for 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 our ilk, 
we're just an ilk to them. We're we're right. a, we're a briar under their saddle. We were really an uncomfortable. So they just soon kill us as look at us or have us culled off the population roll, you know, because they don't, because, you know, we, we, we call them out, and, boy, they don't want to be called out. They don't want to be exposed. Well, I, I heard recently, I heard a, a constitutional attorney make a statement. He said, at one time, the homosexual lobby was most concerned about being accepted, and now they have progressed to the point where they want anyone other than them to be rejected. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and, they in, yeah and, and they insist everybody believe as they do. Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, misery loves yeah. company, right. you bet. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Noahide laws that, that are coming into play as we speak, mm-hmm. the Noahide mm-hmm. laws that sanction, allow, coddle, mm-hmm. and encourage this this horrible behavior. The Noahide laws are they've whittled the ten basic laws, and I believe the first four, the first four of the correct me if I'm wrong. It might be the first six, but but I think it's the first four that that is man's dealing with God and God's dealing with man, and then the the remainder are are man's dealing with his fellow man. Well, right. they're just yeah, they're just going to trim that back, and whatever suits them, you know, uh, whatever's convenient, whatever's profitable, whatever whatever doesn't, uh, you know, it's going to get to the point, oh, uh, initially they'll be exposed. But as they kill uh, us of like mind and uh, make this stuff more so-called acceptable, uh, we're in the crosshairs. And uh, we condemn it, but you're going to have to be very careful. Uh, you know, I'll probably get burnt at the stake, you know. Well, you know, one of the things that we see in Psalm 94 is, he says, uh, here, how long shall they utter and speak hard things? How long shall the wicked triumph? And all the workers of iniquities boast themselves. They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thine heritage. They slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, The Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. But we know that he does see, and we know what the ultimate consequence is going to be for those who come against God and his anointed. And so... Um, you know, I, I I think the Psalms are a mainstay. I think if you read through the Fox's Book of Martyrs, you'll find that when people are going, getting ready to go into major uh, persecution and tribulation, they flee to the Psalms. It's like Kevin and Chris says at the early stages, you know, the Psalmist David went through the depths of despair. I mean, his own son came against him, tried to steal the kingdom from him. And we all we all have those experiences in our own families. Chris has had it. Uh, Walt's had it. Uh, Kevin has had it. I've had it. Uh, Mark, I'm sure has had. uh, And and Louise, I know has had it. And I don't know about sure Linda has experienced that. But all of us experience where 
people very close to us want to destroy us, but yet we are unpenetrable because we are standing on the rock, Christ Jesus. You know? Yeah. The word is impervious. Yeah. That's good. Uh, God, the good Lord makes us impervious to these assaults, not by the neighbor so much, or the or the merchant, or whatever, but by the members of our own family. Yeah. Jesus talked about. It's pretty sad when you, you know what, I, I, I'm just, you know, I just go with, after the first or second admonition, reject as a heretic. So that yeah. gives me license to not even, not even toy with this anymore. Right. I'm pretty much off the hook, and I'm not, now they may by stealth appear that they're interested, and oh, oh, Christopher, tell me more about the gospel, and that, now you got to be careful, you know, that. They'll set you up. I know last time my brother and I spoke, he was really nice for about 15 minutes, and he turned into such a raging, uh, uh, angry, angry, crazy man. He couldn't. He didn't have one nice thing to say after a certain point. But he gained my confidence. This is my own full brother that we have nothing or entirely disengaged from each other because of the uh, uh, almost six-year time difference. And, uh, yeah, and just I've, to... I've heard that I've heard that over and over and over again, Chris, with different people, you know, people that we know uh, that have shared similar stories. Uh, the person you know I'm talking about, Chris, in Harrison, Arkansas, his story is very similar. My story is similar. Uh, Michael Smith's story on a lot of accounts is similar. Uh, Kevin's story is similar in that the people that we had entrusted, were entrusted most, are the ones often that will turn and rend us, you know. And so, but anyway, uh, we're kind of, we're over over time now. We got started late, so I kind of went over a little bit here. But um, I, I think that the Psalms have been, when when Mark was going, when Mark was first diagnosed with this brain degenerative disease, I can tell you I went through the depths of despair, and I know that the Psalms during that time uh, were a catalyst in bringing about my deliverance. <laughs> okay, um, and so I I highly recommend the Psalms to people, and I highly recommend if you can get a Psalter. Uh, we're going to end by singing one other song before we come off, and so I'm going to let you guys make any final comments. Uh, and uh, I'm going to ask Mark and uh, Rosette. There's, uh, the, it's actually uh, Psalm 147. Psalm 147, page 94, is a really comforting psalm. We're going to sing that, and then I'm going to open it up for any final comments. It's Psalm 147. Praise ye, Lord, for it is good. Praise to our God to sing. For it is pleasant as you praise. It is a comely thing 
singing the psalms because the churches they have what they call a music ministry and they generally turn it over to the young people they 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 buy some musical instruments and let them do and sing whatever they want and the church is absorbing all this uh, egocentric slanted music that's uh, elevating man elevating man and denying what god says in his word and so yeah. Yeah, and there's a tendency to lean towards the rockability, rockability music, kind of rock music. Too. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. I have no use for it. I I can see it with MacArthur's mm. New Calvinist sect of younger mm. millennials over there, mm. and they mm. all, uh, oh boy, they've got real nice. It's all it's all young people edification, and they're, they're trying to mix uh, uh, world music with somehow with uh, yes. with with, with right. Christian hymns, and it just it just doesn't fly. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that scripture that says, "Return ye to the old paths." You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I got cut off back there because I was reaching on a bookshelf, and I must have. I dropped my phone, and I'm so I had to call back in. But I was looking for the for the Psalter hymnal, and I found it. And uh, mm. Kevin, did you ever snag one of these Psalter hymnals from Alfred's think, church from years ago? 
Um, yeah, I had one. I think it might be in the library down here in my building. I, I think I, because I put some books down there. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to go down and see. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one, and it's got a lot of songs I think we'd all recognize, but right. uh, a lot of psalms. This is a Psalter hymnal, and some of these uh, preachers are from the the 1600s and 1700s. Is, is, is it called the Trinity Psalter? Uh, no, the Trinity. It's called the Psalter Hymnal, and okay. it also has. It's from the Second uh, Reformed Church of Denver, Colorado. This one is mm-hmm. anyway, and it has the Westminster. It has the. Uh, it has mm-hmm. all of the uh, all the ec- ecumenical creeds. The Nicene Apostles, uh, and Athanasian Creed, the Heidelberg Catechism, uh, uh, Man's Misery and Deliverance and, and, and Gratitude, and the Confessions, the Belgic Canons of Dort. I mean, it's very full. Yeah. Very full. Beautiful. Wonderful. That's good. You know, a lot of people are. You know, that would be like Greek if you said something about the Kansas the door or the Belgian Confession or the Heidelberg Confession. But That's we right. all know we all know what that that was an answer. Uh that was the remonstrance and it was an answer to Armenia. You know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, I agree. It's it's yeah. sad that nobody's yeah. privy to this today and you know, but mm-hmm. this thing with Butch Pa uh, the other day <laughs> I just pretty much said, look, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I, he had no excuse, and he, he didn't want it. He's a shyster. He's a, he's a, he's a. Yeah. I don't know if he's an old Southern Baptist or whatever he is, but mm-hmm. he's got that real defined hard, hard Southern accent. Nothing wrong with Southerners at all. I, I'm at heart. I'm a. I would consider myself a Southern gentleman because the you know the North were. The reason they fought that war is because the North appeared on Southern land to to dictate to them, and in full view of the of the of the unconstitutional unconstitutionality of the of the whole uh, uh, action that they took against the the Southern states, which you know Lincoln was our first dictator. But but aside from that, the the point is that the the Southern, you know, I prefer the South, you know, and the Southern uh, approach to just about everything. And I don't think the North really has anything to offer as far as uh, uh, congeniality or a lot of positive traits, you know, and so there's forth. A, there's a, a home homegrown restaurant down here in Arkansas. It's a very well known. It's a chicken place where they... They have all different kinds of chicken. You can get fried chicken, you can get barbecue chicken, you can get smoked chicken, and it's a very well-known restaurant. The only mm-hmm. problem is, the landmark is, that Bill Clinton's been in there about eight times. Okay. Oh, no. And so, you know, they've got his pictures plastered all over everything. And oh, I was kidding, I was kidding around with Michael Smith because he said, it's a great place to eat if you don't have to look at the pictures. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, well, anyway, you know, there's there's southern hospitality, and then there's there's what I call southern gospitality. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
What did you call it? Gospitality? Like gospel? Yeah, everybody's gossiping about, you know. Oh, gossip. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, guys, I'm going to have to jump off. Uh, I've got some family things I've got to to do tonight. uh, Listen, we'll all get together next time. Yeah, and I'm, I apologize okay. for the glitches tonight. I had nothing to do with it, but I do apologize. Hopefully oh, we won't have this next time. Then. If there are any topics that anybody wants to discuss um, further, uh, let me know and I'll, you know, we'll figure it out. But uh, with yeah. that, Kevin, do you have any final comments? No, just thank you for working it out and continuing yeah. to get it on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, like I say... <laughs> When you're at the end of the world, sometimes this Internet doesn't work as good as if you're at Palm Springs. You know? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, love you guys and have a good night. All right. Okay, well, I love you both and, and all the brethren. You know, and it's, yeah. a nice, it's a nice relief to get with like-minded, which is rare today. Oh, amen. But anyway, That's right. you all have a, a wonderful week, and uh, we'll, we'll get together again uh, I guess next Monday, Lord willing, and you know it wasn't a big deal, Larry. You know uh, we we got some of it back, and you know I think we 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 got some pretty good points out there. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I thank you all for your contribution. All right. Good night, uh, good brothers. Night. Good night.